Hey guys, what's going on? Thanks for tuning into the show. I just wanted to let you know that this episode right here, it contains explicit content. So if you got some kids around, if you got the dogs around and you don't want them to hear bad language, you want them to hear some really, really dirty words, I'd put them to bed. Uh, other than that, enjoy the show. That live here, know what I'm talking about when I start talking about this stuff, but I want to make sure that we're on a, we're on a, the same page because sometimes i'll talk you know what i'm saying about certain things and it's like i'm not gonna give you all the backstory bro like i'll give you probably some of it you know but there are some things that i gotta get right in What's going on? Tevin West talks radio. That's where you at. I finally freaking got it. Yeah, I finally. That's the way you say it. I feel like I've been saying it wrong for the longest, but it doesn't really matter because I nailed that one. That 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 is what matters. You know what I'm saying? And a happy Friday to you, ladies and gents, as we wind down on 2023. I'm pretty excited for what the new year will bring, uh, God willing. He brings me into the new year, and I'm so excited. And as I reflect back on this year, I think it's been a great year. I was talking to my my, my, my friend Brandon. Shout out to Brandon Berenger. And we were on the phone the other night, or last night. We were like, man, 2023, man, it's rough. It was rough. It was Because, you know, you think about sometimes your brain is skewed more towards negative stuff. I'm actually an optimist at heart. Uh, sometimes your brain skews towards negative things. And uh, I had to stop, though, in that conversation and let Brandon know, like, nah, man, it was a great year. And so I thought overall it was, it was a great year, but it also had some bad moments. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, let's see. Let me, let me, let me, let me backtrack here. So my son was born. This is what happened this year for me. My son was born. I started a podcast. My grandmother, Jessie May, passed away. Rest in peace, Grandma Jessie May. And she died. She she passed away at the, the age of 83. Very good age around her loved ones. Um, let's see. My great aunt, Faye, who lived in Long Island, New York, passed away at 75. And I think that's a great age, too, as well. And she died around family members, too. She had a little quick, little, just a, like a tidbit of a story. I'll tell you more about it. My mom's mom which is jay i've got jay i've got grandma jesse may i've got one more one grandma left that's jay jay has like 14 brothers and sisters bro and out of the 14 what? brothers and sisters she has two sets of twins bro, in that about, man? and one of the sets of twins is Faye and ray ray is my great uncle great man great man of god as well so my aunt Faye, you know she kind of got tired of the south and moved to new york when she was really really young I'm almost certain that she was probably on the tail end of that great migration train. Not train, it's a metaphor, but she moved over to Long Island, New York, and she kept her life over there. And she was around loved ones as well. So, yeah, that happened. But, you know, I, I just feel like you got to take the good with the bad. So I ain't, I ain't really going to stay on that too long. I don't like to stay on. So I'm not really on the sad train. I'm not that guy. So moving on to other things. I got some things to discuss here. But first... First things first, 
You got to give a shout out to the third member of our international community coming from the Middle East. Let's give it up for the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yes. 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 Thank you so much, Saudi Arabia, for tuning in to Talks Radio. Uh, as some of you may or may not know, Saudi Arabia is making big moves in the world of sports, bringing some of the best talent from, from the world to play in the Saudi Arabia Pro Soccer League. They have it's called the Saudi Arabia Pro League. So you got names like Cristiano Ronaldo, Edward Mendy, um, Angolo Conte. You know, um, you know those guys played in the Premier League before they came there. Kareem Benzema from Real Madrid, of course. And then players that I mean, I know you guys. If you're soccer heads, you know this. But if um, like players, like viewers, our viewers might know these players as well. I'm gonna bring them out. So. I, th- I thought this was a good treat for y'all. Just want to let y'all know this. So my Icelandics, Aaron Gu- uh, Gunnarsson, he used to play for Al Arabi. You know he was in the uh, 2018 World Cup with Iceland when they when they made the World Cup. And then so Aaron Aaron Gunnarsson, and then my Belgians Yannick Ferreira Gar- uh, Carrasco. You know you know you know little uh, pretty boy. He's like he's like a poor man's charisma. Like he used to play for AS Monaco. Yeah, so uh, Carrasco, he played for Al-Shabaab. I think he gets, still gets regular call-ups from, I think he still gets regular call-ups from the Belgian national team, no? Yeah. So for my American comrades, we're, hey, I'm American too. Uh, Sorry, there's only one soccer player from America that has been in the Saudi Pro League, and that's Jeremiah White. He was playing for al Etifak in 2010. So, fun fact, real quick fun fact for you for you cool kids out there who like fun facts. 109 of the 207 FIFA-affiliated nations have been represented in the Saudi Pro League. And Jamaica is the most recent to be added uh, to them. So, there was a Jamaican who just made his um, for, uh, his uh, debut for Al-Raida. Uh, forgive me, Saudi Arabia, if I said that wrong. I try to say the other names right as well. Forgive me, I'm trying. But yeah, welcome to Talks Radio, Saudi Arabia. Uh, we're gonna have fun. You know, we're growing, guys. We're still growing. It's it has nothing to do but grow. This 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 show, this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? This experience. I, it just whoever whoever wants to come alongside and listen, that is amazing. And so I just want to say again, thank you, Saudi Arabia. We, we're we're going to keep growing, guys. This is the topic today I wanted to start on is a bit of town business. Now, let me just clarify something with you guys. If you don't know, like the people that live here know what I'm talking about when I start talking about this stuff. But I want to make sure that we're on a we're on a, the same page because sometimes I'll talk, you know, what I'm saying about certain things, and it's like. I'm not going to give you all the backstory, bro. Like, I'll give you probably some of it, you know, but there are some things that I got to get right into. You know what I'm saying? So I apologize for that. But that's just that's the art of storytelling. You got to get it off and you figure out and pick up where you left. I learned that from The Wire. You know what I'm saying? The show The Wire, if you watch it, I watched like the first two seasons and then like the four seasons. But I first watched it. When the fourth season came out, when I was watching on HBO, when before this was before you had streaming services 
for every single freaking you know you know tv company or whatever um like when you had i had dish back in the day talking like 2003 4 whatever and you had to wait till shows came on and i think they were just starting that recording thing just starting it and it was just it was just if you didn't have it you had to pay for it but anyway um that show taught me like you can tell your story without having to give all the give all give 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 all the biddles vittles you that's a that's a that's a life lesson for you too there are certain things that when you're doing your thing you know what i'm saying you tell your story and then other people will come along and they'll figure out the pieces as they go along you know what i'm saying you don't have to hold everybody's hand people hate being micromanaged anyway i swear bro people hate that's a former if i were to go back and tell you every single thing about every single topic it would be micromanaging but i'm off of that so what i'm saying is when i say the town i mean like one of robins but when i say one of robins i really mean like the house and county area what's the house and county area well for me it's five components so when i say the town just know i'm talking about these five components <laughs> and i know i'm talking like i got it's like based on my voice and that you know you hear it i'm in here I'm not angry. I'm just real excited. You know what I'm saying? And I'll tell you a little bit later on why I'm excited. I haven't um I haven't been able to get on the mic like I really, really wanted to. I'll explain that later on. But the five components. Perry, Warner Robbins, Centerville, Bonaire slash Kathleen, which means that comes together in a package deal. Cause even though they got two different zip codes. They kind of converge. And then the fifth one is the north side, or as we like to call it, the north. So that's five components. When you talk, when I say the town, I mean Perry. I'm talking about Perry, Warner Robins, Centerville, Bonaire slash Kathleen, and the north or north side. The north side. Yeah, I figured out, I figured we'd go over the education and the training um, system in the town and then you know where i'm from and then talk about the demographics i mean I, we spoke in this earlier in episode 11 but i i i thought we'd go a little more detailed or or updated version because when i was riding through um pretty much the end of this week so when i was riding through well, well, I was on my way to the emergency room on Thursday. So when I was on the meds, my way, I was in the med stop on Tuesday, and so during those days, like, and then today, I was coming, but I was, I was fine today. I was looking, and I was just looking on Peach Blossom, like on the end of Peach Blossom, the butt end of Peach Blossom. It's not Peach Blossom; it's called something, but it's near this. It's near this like place that you of houses that you live. It's called Peach Blossom. What? I really, really did be not having the words Bro, to figure about, out man? to say when I'm on this podcast, and I actually need them. And whenever I get done, I'll have all the words that I need to say and all the expressions and everything. But when I get on here, they just seem to miss me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, I was driving, you know, coming down the, and then hitting the 96th strip. For those of you who've been tuning in, you know what the 96 Strip is. And as just all this development was going on, they're building a Starbucks right across from where I live, which 
in front of my apartment complex is a freaking shopping complex. Um, nail salon at T-Mobile and a Papa John's. And next to the liquor store and right in the caddy corner is a critter fixer. But right and then the Mavis tires on the left. That's new. But right across is uh, I thought it was going to be a car wash. Right across from it is a Starbucks. Now, the Starbucks is being built because my theory, me and my father's theory is. Well, the theory came from seeing what happened in Bonaire with the Taco Bell. So. Kroger has the Kroger on 96 for what if you if you've been listening you know anything about the Kroger on 96 it's a it's a test shop it's got like shoes clothes and um electronics and a few other things that a Kroger usually doesn't have so they're trying to like turn to like a Walmart-esque type play it used to have a Fred Myers in it and then it's got a it's got a tag office. It's like a tag office vending machine in there. So I don't have to go to the tag office every year. I can just print my tag out in that vending machine. That's crazy work. But oh, crazy work. This is yeah, crazy uh, work. They got a Starbucks in there too, you feel me? So the Starbucks is like close to the sushi shop in the deli. But I think my dad and me think that they probably move into a new Starbucks because of the rent. The booth rent probably is just getting a little too high for Starbucks. See, like whenever you go into a business, goes into a another business that like they want to work inside their business. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to work inside of Costco, if you want to put your business inside of Walmart, you can do that. It's just you're gonna have to pay them a fee, which is rent. Fair, but I think that they're raising the price up on them naturally because of inflation. So anything you rent is going to be expensive. Anything you rent is going to be expensive. So um, the rent, the theory is the rent got a little bit too high for Starbucks and Kroger. And I feel like Kroger would naturally raise their rent, not because of only inflation, but because this Kroger on 96 in particular is a test shop. And so they got all this new stuff, new stuff in here. They got to pay for They got these electronics and they got to pay for They got to, they got these, uh, they got the uh, what else is that? The shoes and the clothes and stuff is in here that they got that they got to pay for. So it only makes sense that they would raise their booth rent up to pay for that. But I mean, I don't know. They got a lot of people that come in that shop too. So and they sell car seats in there. You know what I'm saying? So if that stuff don't sell, then they got to have some somebody something to make it sell, or I mean, the money to cover that. But never you mind that. There was a Taco Bell on Bonaire. That was next to the Flash Foods. It was con in conjunction with the Flash Foods. I mean, the RIP Flash Foods. I mean, the Circle K. Circle K is so terrible, y'all. They done bought up all the Flash Foods and stuff, but they might as well have just left Flash Foods. Okay. No, because Flash Foods was the dirty one. It was. And then Circle K was the clean one. But Circle K bought up Flash Foods. And now Circle K is the new Flash Foods. But, you know, it's anyway, it was connected with it. And... The booth rent got too high. My, my dad said the booth rent got too high at that Circle K slash Flash Foods, whatever. And then they built a new Taco Bell store that was in front of that Publix, right, when you come on the railroad tracks. <clears throat> so we just figured that I was looking at the build, all the new construction and stuff, and um, I was like, man, let me, let me, let me, let me get on this, let me get on this show and and rap to these folks about the training and education and the demographics about my town and 
let's see if 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 our stuff is uh if what, what's it looking like so starting with the training and the education we got k through 12 house and county schools your house and county enjoys uh, an outstanding public school system which draws families to the area by the way we're one of the better places to raise a family in the whole united states one of robins georgia so because when anybody addresses us they don't say house and county they don't say the middle of georgia area you usually say one of robins are making like when somebody asks you all my one of robins people know house and county people know middle of georgia hey when somebody you're in another place where you at where you from even in atlanta Macon, Warner Robins. Macon, what? Warner Robins. Oh, okay. And you from the South? No, bro. I'm from Middle Georgia. They don't have time for that. So when you go further out, Dayton, um, L.A., Texas, Louisiana, wherever you go, Saudi Arabia, Iceland, Bell, wherever you may go, you gotta let them folks know like you from Macon or Warner Robins, and they'll catch on to it probably, maybe. But anyway. Ironically, our our Bonner Robins is the international city, and now they got international places listening to me talk about a town. What a time to be alive! Some crazy work. This is uh, crazy work. Because um, House County enjoys an outstanding public school, public school system, which draws families to the area with a teacher-pupil ratio of one to fifteen. That sounds terrible. That explains why I had such trouble in school earlier, like in the K through twelve. For every one teacher, there's 15 kids. Oh, oh my sheesh. And uh, 100% of the systems of the systems teachers being professionally qualified. I do agree on that. They do train their uh, teachers up. Uh, Mo Muhammad, uh, shout out Mo Muhammad. He's not a teacher anymore. He, he's a coach at Chattanooga Football Club, which is a USL club, has an academy. He's a coach at academy there in Tennessee. And then he, I think he helps coach Charlotte FC Soccer Academy as well in North Carolina, which is the MLS Academy. But he had to take like what's called the GAPS test. You got to get your degree, your bachelor's degree as a teacher, and then you got to take the GAPS to become a certified teacher. So yeah, the vetting process is pretty good. I mean, I think so. I mean, standardized tests aren't for everybody, and you've got to do that if you want to be a teacher in Houston County. So Forbes named Houston County District as one of the best employers in the state of Georgia in 2022. Okay, that's pretty good. Houston County's class of 2022 SAT scores beat U.S. and state six year in a row. Niche.com raced Houston County schools as the 10th best school system in Georgia and the third most diverse system in Georgia, while the U.S. ranks uh, Veterans High School and Houston, Houston County High School among top high schools in the state. Yeah. I graduated from Veterans High School, and when I told you, I think I told you guys um, on this on this show a few episodes back that I just kind of like I went to a public-private high school. You know what I'm saying? I think I had yeah, my struggles about being in college at the same time, and I, I, I had to finish the math portion of the graduation test. Yeah, Veterans High School was new, so you know when in that and in House of County when it was made, it was new. It was made in 1990, so like a lot of people are put there to make sure that systems are in place to where those schools are humming and those schools are the example. And so it's going to be all the rules and regulations while they might be lax at uh, Northside or Warner Robins or Perry, no disrespect to them. They have great school systems, but they're just, they're going to give veterans in Hesekai high school a lot more attention. 
Um, STEM programs. STEM programs are strong in the House County High School from elementary level to high school AP programs. Oh, an award-winning robotics club operates out of the House County Career Academy. I'm going to tell you something. So this place, the headquarters for the National STEM Academy is located right here in the town. And it's located in the Museum of Aviation. One of Robbins, um, near, near Robbins Air Force Base which is one of the largest, second largest, I think it's maybe the second or third largest employer in the state of Georgia, Robbins Air Force Base is. Yeah, um, the STEM is real out here in the streets. I know of people that are engineers on base and the reason they're engineers and, and their jobs and all these things and how they got to them is direct reflection of being in the STEM program when they were kids. Dead serious. I'm dead. I'm. I, I already got papers and stuff for my kid to go to the STEM program. Like when he's of age, I'm, I've already, I've already got that. He's gonna be in that. I want my son to do STEM work. When it comes to education, I don't really think that him going to get a art degree is gonna help. Now, if he has the wherewithal to like communicate and be about his business and hustle and and strive to get the connections and stuff to do that then yeah but he'll have to show me before i invest my money into it i will not invest my money into a art degree for my son uh, until he shows me he can use that and back that up because i have an art degree and i had to put i had to shake a leg i feel like to to make it make what makes sense and i also got I feel like I, I feel like God blessed me in situations where I could be seen. Some of you may call that luck. I do not call it luck. I call it blessing from God. So the STEM program is here. So you got a lot of people who benefit from that. You know, STEM programs are very strong. It's not just a STEM academy. It's just that that whole type of energy, that STEM academy, national. We are national STEM academy energy. It permeates through all the schools. It permeates through all the programs. It permeates through all the science labs. It permeates through all of that stuff. And we do robotics and we do all of that stuff here. We have some of the brightest young minds in this county for real. And uh, yeah, and uh, they're talking about it comes out of the House County Career Academy. It's it's in every school, man. The uh, number of elementary schools uh, the House County school system has is, sorry, number of elementary schools is uh, 26. The number of middle schools we have is nine. Can I name them off the top of my head? Here we go. Mossy Creek, Fagan Mill, Huntington, Warner Robins Middle School, Northside Middle School, Thompson Middle School, Bonaire Middle School, Perry Middle School. Oh, I don't know the other one. I don't know the other one. What's the other one? What's the other one? Somebody, oh, dang it, I don't know it. But the number of high schools we have is five. I think I went over that. Northside High School, Perry High School. A shout out to Perry High School winning uh, winning their first um, state championship. Uh, absolutely, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Perry High School, seventy years old, never won the state championship. Had ballers in football, by the way. Had ballers on those football teams in in, in the years that they got close, the, the closest. I remember they had Trey King, Kunars Davis. Casey Hayward and Monte West, which is my cousin. 
uh, I'm pretty sure they were on the, all the same team. If not, like three of them were on the same team one time. And the farthest they got was like the quarterfinals against North Hall. And we thought like, dude, they'll never make it. Never make my dad because my dad and his family are huge Perry fans. They all went to Perry. It's like they never make it, bro. They did it. Is so shout out to them boys, man. What a time to be alive, man. Perry High School won state championship. They were kind of like the redhead stepchild for the longest, you know. There's like a thing that's here. Like everybody plays everybody, you know what I'm saying? And everything, basketball, uh, softball, baseball, so you name it. The one thing that doesn't happen. And 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 everybody that's from the town, check me on this. Hit me on this. Hear me out. And hit me up on, on Instagram if uh if if you if you if you disagree with me, people that, that know me, Tevin the Tank Instagram and then my Facebook is Tevin Way. Um Perry High School does not play Warner Robins High School in football. That doesn't happen. And I asked my dad why, and he was like, "Well, because it's like, it's it's no it's no point. Warner Robins High School would never match up. Period. It's just it would be a slaughter fest. Everybody, everybody, I guess that's the consensus. But it's about to change now. I swear, Perry's gonna play Warner Robins High School. And that's that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. But yeah, but Perry High School, Warner Robins High School veterans, Perry, Warner Robins veterans, Northside, Houston County." And then number of alternative schools is one. We have one alternative school, Crossroads. <laughs> no, no, we got some Crossroad Cougars. I think it's the Cougars or whatever. We got some Crossroad Cougars. Um, I've never been to Crossroads. Average expenditure per pupil. So how much they're spending on a kid, you know, per. So it's 10 G's a kid. 10, yeah, 10 G's a kid, 11 G's a kid. All right. That's fair. That's, I mean, that's, you can deal with that, right? That's that's about it. That's how the graduation rate in uh, 2021 was 93.4. That's what it says here. So it's somewhere around that still to this day. Percent of graduates with either college prep or vocational endorsements, uh, 89%. So most of the time, people here um, are going to have something going on when they get done with their school. They're going to have they're going to have an idea, uh, at least like paper-wise you know what i'm saying they've been prepped for college they've been prepped on where to you know how to look for college and then they'll have uh like a vocational endorsement meaning like they've been prepped for welding or they've been prepped for healthcare, or they've been prepped for construction or whatever they're going to be prepped for i'm only saying what that said how it went for me yeah i mean i think y'all know my story i <laughs> i just <laughs> i guess college <laughs> college prep as much as i was but i mean i was doing i was doing um i did healthcare for 10th grade in one semester in the vocational school and i realized i wasn't going to be a doctor or a nurse and then i didn't want to do medicine and then i was a, i was doing welding my last year and i probably should have took welding you know i ended up being a, i would have ended up being a welder making a hell of big bread I do okay now, but man, welding, man, underwater welding or something, that stuff sounds fun. But um <laughs> I'm grateful for what God has given me today. Don't get it twisted now. <laughs> private schools. Um uh, so the number of students in private schools is six hundred and thirty. Um <clears throat> uh, well, no, 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 no. 
each each individual high school I'm going to talk about because that's what they have here. So they've got one, two, three. Let's test so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight high schools, eight private schools, eight private schools located in Houston County. Here we go. We're starting off with the Westfield School. The Westfield School, Westfield Hornets, located in Perry, Georgia, um, on the interstate, close to the fairgrounds, national fairgrounds. They got 630 students. For every one teacher, there's 10 students. That's a lot better. That's a lot better. That's like small college rooms, which is better, which is probably why I ended up doing better in college because it's small rooms. You know what I'm saying? They got big rooms, bro. People think that stuff is kind of cool, like not it's, or it's standard because you can pack how many rats you want in there. Fifteen kids is a lot, bro. Ten, man, ten, five to ten. Really, 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 five to eight. Sacred Heart, uh, and then they offer grades K through twelve, pre-K through twelve, and then Sacred Heart School. Sacred Heart is on the south side, right across from Burt, the old Burt Rumble Academy. It's now a soccer field. It's just Burt Rumble Field. Um. The Sacred Heart School has 197 um, kids. For every 13 kids, is, for every one teacher is 13 kids, and they go from pre-K to eighth grade. You got the Christ School, 209 kids. I don't know what a Christ School is. I've never seen it before. I think it, I think it's over there on near Pleasant Hill. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, 209 students for every one t- for every one teacher is 14 kids, pre-K through fifth. Central Fellowship Christian is down there, but close to the, uh, I think he passed the, yeah, 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 it's way, it's right, right before you get to the Macon Airport, I think, next to the Coles factory. Um, Central Fellowship Christian, they got 285 students, um, um, teacher, one teacher to 12 students, 12, oh, they go PK, they go pre-K all the way to 12, shout out to Westfield School. I had a crush over there, man. I was really hard fiending for her as a 16-year-old. Morgan James. I don't know where she's at nowadays, bro. But, man, if somebody knows where Morgan James is, man, let me know, man. Gosh. There's a, there's a, I just would like to just sit down and have, like, coffee with her or something. You know what I'm saying? Just to see how she's been. We play soccer together at CGSA. And she was a really, really cool, you know what I mean? Absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. So. Anyway, yeah, we got Central Fellowship Athletes. <laughs> Say FCA, bro, relax. Uh, I was never in FCA. I, 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 they always, like, had the books and stuff. I never was a part of it. I never was. All right. Anybody was out there part of FCA? Was it just an American thing, or is it in other countries? Belgium, I got FCA. Um. Saudi Arabia, do you have an FCA? I I will ask that, even knowing that you're majority Muslim country. Uh you know, Iceland. Iceland. Oh. All right. So um Iceland and Belgium are like, bro, if you don't shut up, bro, we're tired of we're tired we're we're tired of religion, bro. We 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 tired. We we had hundreds of years of religion, bro. We were we went through the dark ages, bro. Like like Stop it, bro. Like the papacy, like all that, like like Eastern and Western leg of the Holy Roman Empires. Cut it out, bro. Bro, we got a man over here on the British Isles, you know what I'm saying? Making a whole new church because you want to have different wives and behead them because they ain't give them a son. We're tired of religion. We, I'm tired, boss.
that's what Belgium and Iceland is saying to me. <laughs> so I'm so <laughs> I'm sorry, my man. So we got Windsor Academy, two sixty seven, one to thirteen. Mount the sales, five fifty three, one to eight. First Presbyterian, that's a that's a K through twelve. Tatno Square, K through twelve, five ninety eight. 816, 1 to 9, 1 to 14, respectively. Uh, but uh, when we come back, we'll wind things down with some personal talks. But uh, uh, we'll, we got to pay some bills. So, quick word from our, our sponsors at uh, Westside Healthcare. Where can we go to find low cost but decent healthcare plan? Lost Medicare, chip coverage player. Don't worry about none of that. Westside Healthcare going to take care of all that for you. Emergency plan for when my badass kids stub his toe? What about me? I'm an old lady. I got three kids, but they ain't worth a damn. They done left me at this house all by myself. What if I fall and break a hip? Will you be able to help me? Yeah, you know what I'm saying here at Westside Healthcare. We always going to make sure keep your game tight. We don't ever want to leave you out on the bad foot. If you got any questions or concerns, just call us at our office here at 445-8286. That's 445-8286. We're out here over on Manchester. It's Westside Healthcare. Come get you some. Yeah, da, da. Okay, so... To wrap up the show, I wanted to go over what happened to me personally. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When the um, during the holidays, and because I had mentioned that uh, I was in the men's stop, you know, went from the men's stop to the uh, to the emergency room two days later. So, what happened? What had happened was I had basically came down with a severe out of diarrhea and it started on saturday no not saturday it started on yeah it started at the end of saturday when i had my son i had my son and i dropped him off and then i ended up having a severe bout of diarrhea and then um sunday came and that was you know that was christmas eve and i was back and forth between the bed and the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Just not really able to hold anything in in the front or in the back. So eventually it just became where I couldn't, the bottom was just falling out to be not, to not be so TMI. And then, uh, that persisted and, you know, so I didn't get to spend, I didn't get to spend Christmas Eve with my family and I didn't get to spend over my, over my boy. Melchizedek is his name. So, shout out to all my Middle Eastern folks out there. That's a biblical name. Melchizedek, Genesis 14, Psalm 110, Hebrews 7. Check that. Anyway, so, yeah, I didn't get to spend any time with Melchizedek or my family on Christmas Eve or Christmas. And that was pretty rough, but I got through it. Uh, Louis Armstrong was talking on on a, in an interview and if you want to look at it it's called blank on blank on youtube and it's basically where all these you know musicians 
and I think other people. Yeah, yeah, musicians and entertainers are inter uh, are interviewed by are interviewed by people in the media, and they make a illustration out of their audio conversation. You know what I'm saying? It paints a pretty picture, pretty cool picture. And Louis Armstrong was just like in the interview. He was just like, you know, even when I'm not on the road, I I play the trumpet. You know what I mean? <laughs> you you, you got to blow that horn. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta stay fresh. So for me, being a podcaster, I'm very serious about what I do, even though I just started. But I'm very serious about what I do. You know, um, I get my hustle on, and I come in here. I get like like rappers get in the booth, spit verses, get in the booth. I get over here, it's coffee table, it's boom mic, and I get in. You know what I mean? So I was recording in the midst of my illness, and then uh, the illness got worse. I went to t- a Tuesday. Tuesday, I went to the emergency room, and they told me that we're gonna give you some things for the discomfort, so that way we can just let the virus pass through. If it doesn't, if it doesn't pass through in two days, you need to go to the emergency room. So that was Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday comes. It's the same thing. I can't keep anything down. There, Thursday came. I went to the the emergency room, and they gave me some. A mock Sicilian with some um, all my medical people that listen to this show. Not a mock Sicilian mixed with like augment or something like that, which is like a stronger antibiotic steroid thingy to push out the rest of the virus. So I'm on that for every day for the next seven days, probably, till I finish it. But other than that, that's that's really what I've been, and I'm I just got back to where I'm functioning you know what i mean i worked out today with my mom and i worked out yesterday and stuff and yeah well i mean the whole time though i was still you still doing my thing you know so i was quarantining though you know i was quarantining for the most part but i was i was still i was doing yoga when i because i when i couldn't work out and uh i was still recording and i had work so i was teleworking so i was still doing my thing you know you still gotta you still gotta you gotta blow that horn but yeah, you know, before we leave, you know, yeah, so to end the show, you know, we usually have a sports topic, and I'd like to tie a life event into it. It's no different today. So on our regular program, so today we're talking about uh, Alabama quarterback Jalen Milrow gets last laugh over Texans head coach Bill O'Brien. So let me paint the picture for you here. It's Alabama, the University of Alabama. You know, they're in the playoff, the college football playoff. Jalen Milrow is the starting quarterback. He has beaten Georgia. He has beaten Georgia, who is two-time defending national champions, to get into this position. And his team had only lost one game. He had been benched earlier in the season, but his performances were competent enough and, and convincing enough where they inserted him reinserted him back into the starting role this is where we are now it was reflecting on a coach he had two years ago named bill o'brien who is currently uh one of the coaches at the new england patriots who are absolute dog water right now they're four and eleven okay so Jalen milro had bill o'brien as a coach for two years in alabama and what happened when they were there was 
Jalen Milrow was it was suggested by Bill O'Brien, strongly according to Jalen Milrow, and this was occurring. This conversation came up when Jalen Milrow was sitting at a press conference because they have press conferences for these games, just like from our international community. Whenever Champions League is going on, um, maybe a Champions League playoff uh, game, you know what I'm saying? Before the game, Borussia Dortmund's playing Serbia-Belgrade. You know what I'm saying? And it's in Serbia. So Borussia Dortmund is going to go out there early and they're going to do press conferences and everything about the game beforehand. Except for this is the college football playoff. So it would probably be more like the Champions League final or the semifinal or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So not Belgrade and not Belgrade and whoever I just said. More like Man U and not Man U either. Oh, man. The tables are turned. So. I was gonna say, not even Barcelona, so probably Real Madrid, probably Real Madrid, and uh, Man City. There you go. Think about that. So Jalen Milrow is talking. He's like, "Yeah, I was Bill O'Brien was my coach. He had, it was suggested that I change positions because they didn't think I was competent enough to play the quarterback position at this level, and." It drew widespread criticism from the college football community because Jalen Milrow has been having such success. And um, so with Alabama preparing to face Michigan in the college football playoffs, like I said, he, you know, Milrow was asked at a press conference um, if someone wanted him to play a different position. And he revealed that his coach, Bill O'Brien, who spent two previous seasons with him, was among his doubters. And he was like, not just it wasn't just college that's what Jalen Miller was saying all his life he has been told that he should pick another position so it's really cool that Jalen Milrow had this perspective to not face not to be thrown off by adversity because that could be kind of for my people who are sports people and who played in college when a, or just any place if you're playing and you're doing something you're really passionate about it and you're good at it and there's a coach who's coming and playing mind games with you and telling you what they think and and, and not even mind games it's just what they see in you it can be kind of intimidating if you don't know yourself you know what i'm saying it can be kind of intimidating if you're not aware of your abilities you will let someone trick you out of your position Jalen Murray have been facing this adversity since all his life and my thing for you and for us is what is something that you've been told all your all your life? It's like that's that's not your thing. That's that's not your thing. That's not your thing. But you held on to it. What What's that? What What is that? You know what I mean? Because that's probably one of the things that you should you should hang on to and continue to do. Not even that, not even not even all your life. It could be like what what are some of the what's up? Is it a business idea? Is it being an entertainer? Is it being, is it being a high power employee? Like, then people are telling you, like, you need to slow down. Like, you're not, you're not ready for that, or get, give it time, or, you know, don't, don't work so hard. If people, if people are doubting you, if people are telling you you should do something different, and play it safe, that's the point. Like, you shouldn't. Jalen Milrow is a great example of someone coming to him 
and telling him to play it safe, pick another position. So that way you'll have more success. And he knew himself well enough to where he said, no, I don't. He believed in his abilities enough. Like, that's the point of today is like that this this particular this particular story ties into life where you need to believe in your abilities. Believing in your abilities that you know you have is going to take you farther than somebody giving you advice and telling you to do something different when you know that this over here is better. You know what I'm saying? So it's important that you be working on yourself daily. I always talk about getting better 1% every day. There's no progress without struggle. So you have to make sure that you're working on yourself enough to where if those situations come and somebody, you know what I'm saying, challenges you on this thing that you like to do, this thing you're passionate about, or this thing you know you're good at, but they see that you're not that good at it, and that person may, they may hold a position of authority over you. You may look up to that person. You know what I'm saying? That person may hold a very high ranking in your eyes or, or, or over you. But it's up to you to stare down the barrel of the gun metaphorically and say, no, no, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'll say, you know, I know what's best. Don't be so finny. There's a, this world is so quick to like tell you to go do this, go do this, go do that. Like when I started this podcasting thing, it was your podcast. And I was like, man, let's, now we got to go live stream. You know what I'm saying? Now we got to go do YouTube. Now we got to do, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do is, this is my lane. Yeah, you know, for me, it was just like, you know, people like, oh, you should do live stream. You should do this. You should do that. And I was like, no, I'm going to do podcasting. I'm going to stick to what I know how to do. And I'm going to, I'm going to perfect this podcasting thing before I branch off because I really think that this is, this is a thing that I'm going to stick and do. I'm Jalen Milrow, just letting people know, like, hey, all my life, people try to doubt me at this quarterback position. You know what I mean? And um, and and good on him, man, and good on him. And uh, so I'm just here to tell you that it's important that when you're good at something, you stick to your guns. But you got to be working on yourself daily, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to make sure that you got your ducks in a row. We're going to go off, do something different. That's all I got for today. Have a happy new year. This is Talks Radio. Tevin West, I'm out. Who would you say was essentially responsible for launching your professional career? Well, uh, I'd say myself because uh, I was determined. I had a chance to play with the best seven musicians coming through because I was pretty good myself. Or else they wouldn't have tolerated with me, you know? You got to be good or bad is the devil. <laughs> Winter Saints, marching in. You can't take it for granted. Even if we have... Uh, Two, three days off, I still had to blow that horn. A few hours to keep up the chaps. Duck, I'm 
thought I told you. Red dog heat, hold a bucket, dip and shaking polos. Fuck the rollers, it ain't no thing to let my nuts hang. Raised on a gangbang track where daddy slang came. Liquor stuff on every corner, deep with thug niggas hanging like a motherfucker. Dice game, crack business. Rubber marks for the dog to the park in that I rock. Waving the Glock, past you niggas from my block. Red dog, where it might be a standoff. Who the fuck is this Feel the wrath of the rebel from the dark trap. Gangsta nigga go bad. I used to idolize him. Snitching big, find him, surprise him, and finalize him for what he did. As a snitch ass bitch, he don't deserve to live. God bless his As kids. As we walk through the valley of death, it might be our last breath. Waking out our sleep to a cold sweat. Nowadays, you got to keep a Glock and keep it cocked. For all the drama that plagues the inner city block. As we walk through the valley of death, it might be our last breath. Waking out our sleep to a cold sweat. Nowadays, you got to keep a Glock and keep it cocked. For all the drama that plagues the I inner city block. I shed tears for the world. And all my niggas is gone Like my young nigga Pone, Young Nella and Road There's so many niggas the name that got took out the game That's why I stay heated and stays alone to the face As soon as a nigga ball out, they gon' hate it Mad cause a young nigga got more paper on my set I don't know who to trust Niggas hanging together the next day and shoot them up Bang, bang, chitty, chitty Living up in the inner city with niggas' attitudes are shitty We let the tech get him, hit him hard Leave him scarred, left for dead Retaliation, he got caught Two to the head, we put heads to bed. Forty got with the infrared. Mr. Predictor already brain dead. That's what I said, and that's how it's gonna be. Rest in peace, rapper Ron, Young Pop, and Mr. C, man. As we walk through the valley of death, it might be our last breath. Waking on our sleep to a cold sweat. Nowadays, you got to keep a Glock and keep it cocked. For all the drama that plagues the inner city block. As we walk through the valley of death, it might be our last breath. Waking on our sleep to a cold sweat. Nowadays, you got to keep a Glock and keep it cocked. For all the drama that plagues the inner city block. I'm the last of a dying breed. On the concrete bleed, cursed from a white sleeve. I satisfied to a casket drop. It has to stop. A nigga got smoked by a bastard cop. Motherfucker, quick to shoot a man. We all hooligans. Thank you, Superman, huh? We done had it, you the last cop. And the next going down like a 6-4 ass drop. That's on my dick in the whole hood. You need a fix, could you sick punk bitch? You're no good. There's no good in the ghetto. It might be.